Welcome back to another episode. I hope everyone out there is filled with positive, uplifting energy. And if you're not, I hope this is a gateway to it. On today's episode, Nick and I interview Kim Murphy, the mom of Sean Murphy Bunting, who is a cornerback who was a second-round draft pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. She's also the mom of three other athletes, and she is the founder of Successful Jocks and Women Behind the Uniform. And we really dive in on Successful Jocks. It's a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to making a difference in the lives of male athletes by empowering the women, motivating and supporting them. Miss Murphy is doing a lot of awesome things. You can tell she's a fighter. She's got a lot of good energy. She has a good message in this episode, so I really enjoyed it. Hope you guys do too. Share it with someone. Share it with a friend of yours. Listen to it together. Who knows? Make it a hangout. But uh, we have a lot of exciting things coming your way, so stay tuned with that and spread some positivity. All right, back at it with another great episode, and this one's kind of a special one. If you guys remember Brahim Cruz, who co-hosted a lot of episodes back in the day, he's busy down in Tampa, but he got uh, Bold Perceptions connected with someone he calls his second mother. It's Miss Murphy, and she's quite the successful lady, started a nonprofit called Successful Jocks, and she's raised a couple of successful jocks. Um, the one that comes to mind that's really close with Brahim is uh, Mr. Sean Budding, Budding, Budding Murphy. My apologies if I mispronounced that, but he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know he had a great rookie season down there last year, and there's some big things in the works, especially with Tom Brady coming aboard. I'm excited to see how the Buccaneers roll. But Miss Murphy, I'm very excited to meet you finally. I've heard amazing things from Brahim about you. I know that you're kind of you know, strong and feisty. So maybe you'll be the one to, to put me in my place on this episode. So how about you shoot our listeners a quick background about yourself and about successful jocks? Yes, thank you for having me. Um, again, my name is Kim Murphy and I am the founder and CEO of Successful Jocks and the women behind the uniform. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and I am the mother of four wonderful sons one of whom plays uh, football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and his name is Sean Murphy Bunting. And, uh, you know, Successful Jocks is a nonprofit organization dedicated to making a difference in the lives of male athletes by empowering the women, motivating and supporting them. So, you know, I'm ecstatic about what I'm doing in the community, and I uh, love, I'm passionate about working with student athletes or athletes in general, and, uh, and the mothers behind them, the women that's supporting them. Great idea. How did this come to play? Where did this idea shoot up from? It was obviously from your experience raising these kids, but why did you feel you really needed to, to create this um, nonprofit and to help other women? Well, actually, I started the nonprofit back in 2016. That's when it was actually founded. And at that time, it was Successful Jocks. And I wanted to provide, you know, just help other athletes out there just to, just to show, you know, provide them with the roadmap on 
you know, how to get through and navigate through the system of, you know, going to college, you know, playing from little league on up to college. Um, so I just wanted to be that, that support system to help them in the game of life, you know, just raising athletes myself, you know, the game of life or just trying to maneuver through, through life and being a student athlete was pretty hard just for an athlete in perspective from coming from the athlete. So, you know, as time went on, I didn't really have a lot of time to put into it. You know, I was working another job and, uh, kind of put it on the back burner, still in my heart, you know, what I wanted to do, but I was doing it all through, you know, my sons. So, um, you know, recently and back in 2019, once my son got drafted, and I'll give you a little history with that, he was uh, the 39th pick um, coming out of a small school, which is Central Michigan. And um, so that was, you know, something to be very thankful for. But at that time, I decided to really like, you know, I started making some connections with, you know, other mothers, mothers in the NFL, and all, you know, to add on to the connections that I already had made throughout, you know, their, their sporting, you know, adventures. Um, so I wanted to be, you know, that roadmap for those mothers and wanted to provide some inspiration to them. So I added successful jocks and the women behind the uniform. And basically, I know what I went through as a mother raising athletes, you know, there was a lot of times that I had to rely on support of other mothers. And uh, so I wanted to be that support system and just, you know, provide a voice and to also allow them to give just give my feedback and let them know, you know, that they have somewhere where they can you know, comfortably come and, and talk about the issues that we face raising athletes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, Me personally, I wasn't a student athlete, but I've had a lot of friends, Nick, and I know that that life is just, it's busy. You're always on the go. You're constantly doing things. What are like the main tools that you're trying to equip these student athletes with to prepare them for these situations? Well, with the student athletes, you know, I just want them to know that it's, it's bigger than sports, first of all, you know, it's, you know, learning the game of life, just build, building character and being, being leaders, you know, my vision is to is, is for to see, you know, successful men, sons, fathers, leaders, husbands, you know, champion men, you know, I, I would like to see them become champion men outside of just sports. So that is the biggest thing is just building on, you know, building on your character, you know, train your mind to be great and your talent will follow. You know, that's my, one of my models that I use. And it's just all about being something more than just an athlete. I like it. Now you raised four boys, four athletes, and you're Miss Murphy. I'm, you were, were you a single mother? And if you were, I'm really wondering how that plays an effect being the father and the mother. I bet that's really tough. And especially with, with young boys and men, you know, they usually need that, that male role model. And I'm wondering how you were able to play both roles and then raising four of them, four athletes. I know us athletes are crazy. That's tough to do. Tell me how a single mother has raised four successful boys. Well, first of all, not to take anything away from their dad, um, he wasn't there. He was in their lives, and um, you know, so I, I, you know, I can't say that I did it by myself totally. Um, they, they did live with me primarily, um, and they were supported by their dad. However, you know, raising raising boys, you know, yes, it was tough. You know, I was raised with brothers, so you know, I'm a tough cookie. I'm a little rough around the edges, so I, I used, you know, that my childhood experience. Um, of how I was being raised with brothers, you know, they, they didn't look at me as a sister, you know, I, I competed with them and I fought with them and I did, you know, I did everything boys did. So um, 
I pretty much took that over, carried that over to raising my sons. I was, I was tough with them. You know, I was, you know, there was no excuses. You know, I would always say excuses is for losers. If mama can do it, you can do it. So I know I used how I was raised and uh, use that with them to help them become, become men, you know, and being raised with brothers, I, I kind of know men like the back of my hand, you know, and having four sons, you know, I know them. So, you know, I know what they can, they're capable of and what they didn't do and what they can do. So I just, you know, use that, you know, with them as far as just being tough and just making sure that they understand that they have to be mentally strong, you know, their minds have to be strong and they can accomplish whatever it is that they want to accomplish in life if they are mentally tough. And so, and that was not making excuses, you know, you can't make an excuse. I, you know, you have to just try, you have to keep working hard. You have to work through adversity. You, you, you have to give it your all, you know, if you, I would say a hundred hundred percent is not good enough. You give me 150%, you know? So I just make mainly wanted them to be tough, mentally tough. And from what I've heard, um, Sean definitely took that advice, the no excuses part in battling adversity. I'm pretty sure he was, uh, was he a gray shirt um, going to central Michigan, didn't have many offers, then kind of started balling out and, and made his way. There's a lot of doubters. No one thought he was going to be drafted in the second round. So he obviously took your advice. I have a question though. What does it mean to be a man? in your opinion, what you're raising these young successful jocks. I mean, what is a man to you? Um, to me, a man is, 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 is actually having character is being, you know, is working hard is wanting to be something out of life is giving everything that you ha that you can is treating people, you know, with respect is respecting yourself, you know, and it, I, I can go on and on and on about, being a man, but the most important thing is working hard and trying to be better, more than what, you know, just better than, 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 than society expect you to be, you know, is, and given everything that you have. Yeah. The reason I ask is because it seems in our current uh, world we live in, that's kind of an issue for a lot of people with accountability, responsibility. Um, it seems like it's always someone else's fault. You know what I mean? Wherever you look and when I dig down to what it means to be a man and to be a person, it is that accountability. It's not making excuses. It's going out there and getting it. And uh, would you kind of agree with that, that statement? Absolutely. That's what it's all about. I love it. No, I'm really liking successful jocks. Now let's get down to the practical side of things. What are we doing with successful jocks? Like, are we, are we telling guys, Hey, no excuses, no nothing. Are we holding meetings for them? Are we, what are we really doing the action part for, for successful jocks? Well, as for successful jocks right now, it's, it's a little, it's a little slow as far as being out there in the community and doing things because with the world being shut down. But, you know, my goal is to, you know, provide role models to, to show them, you know, out there through social media and things like that, what you can be and what, you know, so inspiration, providing inspiration and motivation, you know, through tweets or whatever it may be, blogs and things like that, that you can be successful. You can be whatever it is that you choose to do if you put your mind to it. So those are the ways that we're getting across right now and just you know I have my son out you know working with me and we're going to you know we're going out inspiring you know we, we worked with some foster kids a couple weeks ago we did a uh, birthday party we partnered with a um, nonprofit called Celebrate Birthdays and uh, we you know did a birthday party for kids in foster care and you know my son actually did over and beyond after the birthday party he wanted to take these kids outside and you know he started some football and 
and you know playing with them outside so just show being that showing you know being a role model for you know people and that, that we have a platform for that so just utilizing our platform to be that role model and to be to, to be that voice you know even me as mothers for the mothers behind the uniform is just providing some inspiration to these mothers through if it's if it's not only if it's through social media right now if that's all we have is social media and you know the internet and things like that then you know that's a big thing that i can i could uh use my platform at for um i assume during sean's journey and your other son's journeys so far there's been some rough moments some times of adversity i'm wondering how you dealt with it how you kept them afloat how you made them not quit is there examples of, of things that went down that they battled through and made it out well i mean you know my biggest thing is 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 my belief in god and my faith in god you know so i've always pushed that on them i've always you know, told them that they can do all things. And, uh, you know, before every game and before every practice, I would always, you know, uh, give the Bible quote, you know, those who um, trust in the Lord with sore wings like eagles, you know, and my sons, they believe that, especially, you know, and I, I'm not gonna say especially Sean, but, you know, Sean showed me that he believed it even more because he got wings tattooed on his arms and he had, you know, the Bible quote, though, you know, those who trust in the Lord with sore wings like eagles, I would always say soar high, you know, and so, You're mute. You're mute. Hold on. Mute. They believe that. Sorry about that. And that is the motivation that they believe that, uh, you know, that will take them further. So, you know, just that was my biggest thing is my faith in God and knowing that we can do all things. And I just preach that to them all the time. You know, there's you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to do and you have to believe in yourself. So and it starts with me believing in them, you know, and I and I share that with a lot of, you know, the parents that I work with, a lot of the moms is that it starts with us first. We are their first coaches. You know, we have to believe in them first before anybody will believe in them. And we have to make sure that they understand no matter what, that we believe in them, that they can do it. You know, we have to push that, push that on them all the time. How do you push love that? Hold yeah. on, keep going, Jake. I was gonna say, I love that. And uh, that belief system is so important in today's day and age. Um, Starting a nonprofit is not easy. It's a lot of work. What went into this? Like what brought the ideas on and then what was the groundwork to really create this thing? Well, actually you you're right. It's a lot of work behind the scenes, the paperwork part and you know, just getting a business and starting a business is work in general. But um, it was pretty easy for me because I know what I'm passionate about and the things that I want to do and the things that I you know, want to help people with, it's already something that I've been through, that I'm going through. So it's easy for me to just provide that roadmap and just lay it out there for another um, woman who's raising the athlete to make you know, life easier for them. Yeah, and then to follow up on that real quick, where do you envision it going? What's the goal? Well, my goal is to take it as far as I can possibly take it. Not only do I want to help the women, you know, behind the uniform and the jocks, you know, I have a program called Blessed to be a Blessing that is a community program. And, uh, you know, I would love to be and continue to be a blessing to women that's facing challenges, raising, you know, any children, women in, 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 in um, homeless shelters, raising children, women raising children with you know, disabilities, kids in foster care. So I want to be a blessing 
you know, use my platform to be a blessing to anyone, any woman out there that's facing challenges, raising children in general. And also through that, I want to partner with, you know, corporations um, for them to be able to give back and to sponsor us so that we can, you know, reach, you know, more than just the athletes. We can work on, you know, nutrition, you know, because some of the workshops that I will be doing is talking about mental health, which I'm passionate about being a licensed professional counselor and just nutrition and, you know, a lot of things like that. So I want to reach out to companies to, you know, sponsor. I spent a lot of money, you know, on Gatorade and, and things like that. So, you know, my goal is to reach out to them. My goal is to reach out to the athletes. I have another program called, you know, can I have your autograph? And that's just bringing back, you know, athletes who have made it um, to help out, you know, by giving me an autograph memorabilia so that I can use that as a fundraising tool. So I want to, you know, touch, reach out to everybody together. We can, we can raise, we can nurture champion men. So it, it takes a, a, a joint effort with everyone. So across the, the NFL, the, the major league baseball, you know, everybody I want to be, to be a part of this because without the mothers, like I said, we are their first coaches and without us having a supportive environment, you know, it's hard to raise champion men. It's, it's hard to get, you know, good guys out there on the field, whether it's college, you know, professional or whatever. So I want everybody to understand that, you know, we need, you know, a supportive environment. I agree. And I think it's a, a big issue today. You see the statistics on single parent households and, and it's not great. And the divorce rates are skyrocketing. Now, what would you give the single mother listening to this right now? advice practical advice of what she can do should she go call someone to get this support should she just bury down not show any emotion raise this kid i mean what's some practical advice for the single mother listening to this right now that's struggling well the advice that i would give is always reach out to get some help you know there's with me you know you can't do it by yourself you can't do it by yourself if you are you know struggling you know you reach out you know, you get connected with God, you know, because like I said, that is the biggest thing or something. That's the biggest thing that helped me is to be able to pray and to, and to believe that I can do all things and have faith in my own self. So that is one of the things is just reaching out, connecting, having a support system, you know, following successful jocks because I will inspire. Okay. You know, at successful jocks on all social media platforms, I will inspire and just, you know, hold your kids also accountable, you know, make sure that they are helping you in this, in this, in this fight, because it's, you know, they have to be held accountable as well and make sure. And that's the thing that I did with my kids, make sure that they're doing their part because I can't do it all on my own. How did you hold your kids accountable? Well, I made sure that they were in charge of, you know, packing their lunches, getting their uniforms together, you know, making sure the equipment is where it's supposed to be, making sure that they have everything before we left, you know, and just you know, bringing things home to me so that I can be organized and, and just, you know, just, just pretty much helping me out in every way that they can. So basically just taking care of their fundamental priorities and taking yes response having responsibilities they had to be they had to you know be responsible i had to make sure that they were responsible you know it's not just going out there playing on the field and, and come home and that's it you know you have to make sure that you have the things that you need you know because mom is not going to be there all the time you know now you grow up and you be 
you become, you know, this NFL player, you know, mama can't do it all for you now. So the things that I taught them growing up, they had to carry that on with them throughout college. When they're, when they go away to college, they don't have, you know, me to be there to say, did you do this? And did you do that? So those were the things that I taught them growing up so that they, when they get out to into the real, real world, they can do it on the, on the, by themselves. That's great. I love it. Accountability. It's what we need right now, for sure. Why just jocks? Why not everyone? Are you just singular creating your focus now because they make the biggest difference, the, the young athletes, or why isn't it a broad spectrum? Well, it's just jocks because that's, I'm not going to say all I know, <laughs> but that's what I'm comfortable with. I've raised athletes. So I, you know, and the information is just not out there for us. It's not easily available for us. When I was going through the process of just the recruiting process and, you know, everything that I went through with them, a lot of the information I learned because I was ear hustling, because I was sitting in the stands and I was listening to conversations, you know, from other parents. And, uh, you know, it was important information that I wasn't, it wasn't just handed out to me. So, you know, that's the reason why I just wanted to be, because I learned so much during that process. For example, you know, during, during the recruiting process, I didn't know going in when my son was going into high school that there was a such thing as the NCAA clearinghouse, you know? And uh, I was actually sitting in the stands and I was listening to a couple guys talking and he asked this, this one guy asked that his son, did he register his son as a, you know, for the NCAA clearinghouse? And, you know, his son, his, 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 uh, the guy said, no, the school is going to do that. And, you know, they went back and forth in the conversation and he's like, no, I think you should do it. You know, that's not the school's responsibility. And, you know, after hearing the conversation, I go home and I'm thinking to myself, like, what is the NCAA clearinghouse? You know, that's must be something I need to know. So I, I Google it and I find out that, you know, you can't get a scholarship without being, you know, approved through this clearinghouse. So then I went on my, you know, hunt to figure out how to do all this. I printed out everything and, you know, I got in touch with the school counselor and, you know, I'm like, how, how, how do they, is my son taking this and this and this? And, you know, it was funny because she invited me into her office, gave me her chair, gave me her computer, and let me register my son's classes, okay, to make sure that I had everything checked off that he was supposed to have through the NCAA clearinghouse. So those are things that I wanted to make sure that I'm sharing, you know, with other mothers who might be going through the college, you know, process of, you know, trying to get a high school process, of trying to get a scholarship. And then as once he got that scholarship and he went to college, then there was another step, you know, there was things that you can't do. And, you know, you, the NCAA, you know, there's rules against this and there's rule, rules against that. And those were other things that I learned and I'm sharing with other parents. Oh, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. So these things I, I found, you know, I got my inspiration in being able to help other, other women go through that. So that's why I picked, you know, jocks in general. And uh, I named them successful jocks because growing up, there was a stereotype that all athletes were dumb. You know, when I was growing up, that's what I heard a lot, you know. Oh, it's just a dumb jock. And I wanted to make sure that my children were not stereotyped as a dumb jock. I wanted them to be, to be successful because I knew that they could, that's something that they could be. Yeah. Clearinghouse was brutal. There was so many weird <laughs> odd things in that. That was I did not like doing that at all. But I think this really does go to show, and tell me if I'm wrong, but how important sports are in developing men. 
And now we see with this, this virus that they're maybe taking away sports, some high school seniors lost their seasons. I mean, it's pretty sad because as you found out probably with your young boys, I mean, how much you grow as a person, learning to, to take direction, going through adversity, perseverance, work ethic, discipline. It's like a very important step to becoming a man. Sports, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, just being out there on the field, you know, teamwork and working together and just, you know, the, the coaches, most of the time the coaches are, you know, a lot of the times the coaches are the father figure for the kids. So with them not being able to have that right now, that's it's pretty hard for them. And yes, it is a sad situation. And I hope that, you know, things get better so that these guys can go back out there and, and do what they're comfortable with doing, you know. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you say the biggest obstacle has been along the entire journey, being a single mother and getting all this started? What has been your single biggest obstacle you've encountered? Um, my single obstacle as far as getting the business started was that I had to work, you know, a full-time regular job, you know, so that kind of took away from what, what I was trying to do with the business. I, I didn't have enough time in the day to try to get the business together. But now that I am, you know, not working my regular job and I'm, you know, working for myself now as a CEO and founder, then I have a lot of time to invest in this. So I think that would, would have been the biggest obstacle is the time, you know, having time to get the business started. And then also what's been just the biggest obstacle overall in your journey so far in raising four athletes and seeing them become professional athletes now um I would say my biggest obstacle probably is just you know trying to be everything for all of them you know I with four of them I didn't want them to seem like I had a favorite player so I you know devoted my time equally which left me with no time for myself <laughs> so I devoted my time equally to try to make sure that they were where they needed to be, you know, and make sure that I was supporting them all. And uh, also financially, it was a it was a big strain on me because, you know, playing sports costs a lot of money. Um, and so I had to use pretty much everything that I had to make sure that each one of them had everything. And uh, I think that would be the biggest obstacle is, is financially, you know, trying to provide for them um, and, and, and all the sports that they play and the things that they were doing and just dividing my time up in general with all of them, making sure that I am supporting them all equally. Yeah, I mean, what about your mental health? I mean, if all your time was dedicated to everyone else, I mean, how did you not, you know, go crazy or how did you figure out ways to um, recoup and, you know, have some downtime? Well, and that's the reason, that was one of the reasons why also that I, I started Successful Jacks and the Women Behind the Uniform because I wanna give mom, moms that outlet and to let them know that they do have to definitely take time for themselves. I didn't have much time, but the time that I did have for myself, I, I utilized it more, you know, in church and in church functions and, you know, being around people who could, who could uplift me and who could, you know, add, you know, blow up my balloon per se, you know, just keep my balloon inflated. So that was the biggest thing is just staying positive and not allowing you know, negativity to bring me down and not, you know, focus on things that I didn't watch a lot of TV. I didn't do any of that, you know, so I didn't have a bunch of time with that. So using my time, you know, wisely and, and to do things that was going to, you know, motivate me more and put in, and put myself in people and, you know, around people that were keeping me uplifted. I like it. 
I like it, Miss Murphy. You seem like a natural born leader. I love the idea behind successful jocks. I think it is desperately in need today. I think uh, um, maybe our generation, the younger generation lacks a lot of accountability and we need someone to slap us in the face. So I want you to, to get, us, get us rolling. How can uh, people find successful jocks? Uh, what can we do to help support, et cetera? Okay, yes, we are at Successful Jocks on all social media platforms. Uh, my website is successfuljocks.org and uh, you can donate, you know, by cash app or you can go to the website and donate. Um, you know, you don't have to be a jock or mother behind a uniform to, to support us. We encourage you to just, you know, be inspired by Successful Jocks. Do we have events planned? Maybe a bull perception, successful jocks thing, or are you gonna do things around the country, um, get togethers like you did recently? Well, yes. I mean, I, my plan to once you know we can get out and everything is safe and you know out in the community. My plan is to be out in the community as much as I can. Um, I know I want to do some some things down in Tampa this year with the Super Bowl being there. Um, I have some wonderful ideas, some wonderful partnerships that I'm working behind the scenes with right now, trying to get some things going, you know, for Super Bowl week and things like that. Uh, so right now, my biggest thing is to do like online workshops. I actually have a workshop coming up. Uh, it's only for actually PIFMA, which is the Professional Football Mayor Mothers Players Association. So I am going to be doing a um, workshop with them on dealing with you know um, their successful journey during this this time with COVID. So um, I'm looking forward to that and I'll be doing some other workshops out there as well. So right now everything is pretty much going through online outside of the small community events that I'm doing you know as as I can I can I can get out there. I think it's fantastic and I'm I'm super excited to see where this goes. You lived up to what Brahim said about you. Um, I love the idea. And uh, my final question is, are the Buccaneers going to the Super Bowl or what? The Buccaneers is going to the Super Bowl, and that's not a jinx at all. <laughs> I believe in them. I know that they can do it. It's in Tampa, and, uh, you know, that's our house. So we're going to keep – it's going to stay our house for Super Bowl weekend. I'll tell you what, I'll never bet against Tom Brady. But um, – Miss Murphy, again, I appreciate you coming on. I'm so excited to follow your journey. I think it's going to be really beneficial. And uh, I think you got the, the it factor in you. And I think you'll take it um, far and, and it's going to be neat. Hopefully we can do some, some things in the future together. So do you have any final words for Absolutely. the listeners? Uh, follow Successful Jocks at Successful Jocks and go Bucks. <laughs> Awesome. Until next time. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Okay.